Hey yo, this is LJ. And this is Jay Hen. And right now, you're listening to On Wax the Podcast. And if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes and you have to leave us a five-star review. You can also like us on Facebook and follow the podcast on SoundCloud and Stitcher. But if you don't, then we're going to have to put your ass on wax. Wax, wax, wax. And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. I'm going to exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying, though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. Say it's the biggest fight of the year they may be the best team in the nba fun facts for you about dating i think different women like different things not told anybody about this story in my life on wax Another special guest with us today. He's an original member of the Freestyle Kings. He's wrapped side by side with none other than Charlie Boy himself. <laughs> I need to quit doing that shit. It's disrespectful. Uh, Charlie Boy himself. I got my boy on wax. My boy tight. Let's go. All right, so we got my boy tight in the building. The original member of the Freestyle Kings. What's up? Man, I'm so I'm so glad to have you on. Last week we had the opportunity to have a little show on the the podcast, and uh, I oh, okay, okay. had to get one of the OGs, man. <laughs> yes, sir. So yeah, I just chopped it up with him the other day, man. Oh, no, uh, he's gonna be on my project I'm working on. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, I seen you working on a project. We're gonna definitely get to that project. So right now you living All in right, Dallas? Cool. Yeah, man. I've been out here shoot, man, since by O's. Man, by 06. Been a little while now. So right now you want you want you want on a wax. So we got to get something straight right off the bat. I need your top three sports teams. I need basketball, football, and, <laughs> and, and baseball. The only reason I ask that is because I did a little bit of some detective work, and I've never came across <laughs> I've never came across anybody that has the same three sports teams as me. And I think I think you do. <laughs> so what's your favorite basketball team? Your favorite football and your favorite baseball? Well, basketball, at heart, a Rockets fan. But, like, right now, currently, man, I'm rocking with the Lakers because I was a Kobe fan. Okay. And it's still kind of wearing off on me a little bit. But at the heart, I'm a, I'm a Rockets fan, though. Baseball? Astros. And All right, here, here it comes. Football? Cowboys. 
All right. That's the first time. I'm not even lying. In, in 30 years, I've never met somebody with the Rockets, the Astros, and the Cowboys. 100%. Those are my three teams. Yes, sir. So when I when yes, I seen sir. when I seen the Astros gear and then I seen the Cowboys gear and I knew you were from Houston, I was like, all right, I have a good chance with knocking this one out the park. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> so real quick, jump yeah, into like some of the actual music. You guys have been like the Freestyle Kings. You guys. Yeah. When did you guys establish the group, the Freestyle Kings? Man, so the group started out, man. So. I wasn't even a, one of the original, original members. So DJ Bull used to do all these college mixtapes. Right. So one of the mixtapes he did, man, he let a, he let a couple guys from the from the neighborhood. Cause we were out in Huntsville, Texas, going to San Houston State. So he let a couple guys from the neighborhood out there, and a couple of you know the guys that went to the school, man. They uh they just did you know a couple quick freestyles on one of his mixtapes, and it kind of you know it got jumping. And I had been rapping you know for a while. You know, just, you know, to, you know, around friends and stuff like that, man. So when I heard, because me and, me and DJ Bull was real, cl- real close. So when I heard about it, man, I was like, man, let me come get on something. So I jumped on the next one, and then that was probably 97. And so around 98 is when the actual group itself, like, came to be. And so then, like... Who were those uh, numbers? Let me think. Oh, man, you take me back. Let's see. It was uh, so me. Go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, so you had me, Rhino. But at the time, Rhino, you know, he, was, he wasn't officially in the group, but, you know, he had got on a couple of freestyles. Um, it was a cat named Dez. He was from Houston. Um, Dez actually brought Red. And so it was two guys in Huntsville. Uh, Bundy and Lil Bub, and then you had um, was a cat named Jaleel. He was from Baton Rouge, and and uh, it was a guy named J. Bill, and that was like the original group, man. And then J. Bill, he went his way. Jaleel went his way. Then we got a guy, another another guy of uh, Acres Holmes named Jamal. Then Show came after that, and that's around the time Charlie Boy came. You, you, so that was about ninety nine, right? I okay. think when Charlie got there, yeah. So and so, uh, so Show came after before that, Charlie we got Boy. Big <laughs> well, it was right around the same time. Show came actually a little bit after Charlie, but Red was there. Oh, okay. Red was there. Are they Show related by chance? Show and Red, yeah, right. yeah, they cousins. Okay, okay, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. And what's what's uh, so, one of one of the fan questions is I did not get uh, the opportunity to ask Little Show, so I, I had I had to make it up in here. What's the latest on Big Ake? We couldn't find him anywhere on social media. <laughs> We haven't heard any music man, from him. You know, it, it's crazy you said that, man. I spoke to Ake, man, about three weeks ago. Okay. And nobody knew where he was at. Show actually ran into him. And so, you know, they, they caught up. And he's in Houston. Um, okay. He's been away for a minute, though. Uh, I mean, you know, he, he, I guess, I think, he, I don't know. I think he might be a little time, man. You know, I didn't okay. really get a chance to go in, go into it with him, but... You know, show gave him my number, man. He hit me up, and I mean, <laughs> you know, it's been years, but I haven't, I haven't spoke to the kid, man. And shh, 
probably, man, about, about eight years, you know? And, I mean, we just caught up, man, for about two hours on the phone, and, and we caught up another time about a couple of days later, man. But, I mean, he's doing pretty good, though. He's doing nice, real yeah. good for himself, man. So, so again, I was so, talking to know, a little show. we trying to put something together, though. <laughs> I was talking to a little show, and we were talking about just the Freestyle Kings and some of the things that we talked about, some of the topics that we talked about with a little show. And one of the biggest yeah. Freestyle King fans that I've ever came across, his name's Gmo. Gmo said, man, did you okay. ask him about Big Ake? And I was like, dog, I forgot to. <laughs> He's like, dog, you got to ask tight. And I was like, I got you. <laughs> Is he still is he still I mean, interested in making music since with y'all's conversation? Oh, yeah, man, he, he he talks a lot of crap, man. He say he still can he still can go bar for bar with me, so we'll see. That boy, that boy said <laughs> Osama turned himself in just to hear me flow. You know, <laughs> that was yeah, crazy. man, that was my little homie right there, man. So how did you and and Charlie Boy get so tight because again, based off our conversation that we're having right now, it seems like Charlie Boy kind of yeah. came on a little later. But you know, as yeah. a fan of the music, I thought you and Charlie Boy must have either been related or best friends because y'all seem to be always you know, on the same tracks. Y'all have had joint well, albums together, correct? Yeah, but this is how it happened. So around the time he came, you know, he actually he just dropped. We were actually recording the CD, man. And he he dropped by. Uh, one of the guys that used to, um, you know, do a little management for us named Bernard had a CD shop out in College Station. Mm-hmm. And so Charlie used to always go by there. And so he sent him up. He, you know, he did a little demo for Bernard. And so Bernard sent him out to Huntsville, man. So, you know, we was recording the CD. And so he knocks on the door, you know, man, who is this? And so he was like, you know, Bernard sent me by, man. And so, you know, he came in and he sang. And I was like, oh, psh. Yeah, man, come jump on this track. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, man. So basically, how me and him wound up uh, getting together was so the plan was I was gonna do a solo project, and then at the time, I mean, I think Charlie had been on like two CDs, man. So people really starting to you know gravitate towards the man and you know dig his music because at the time you know he was sound a lot like Big Mo because Big Mo at the time was like the only guy singing exactly. like that out yeah. here, you know. So. Um, you know, me and DJ Bulls just chopped it up, you know, we used to talk a lot of business, man, on like, you know what I'm saying, the future of the group and, you know, plan, you know, plan things out and kind of, you know, connect the dots on things. And so he was like, man, well, how would you feel if we did, you know, Charlie CD first? And so I was like, man, I don't, you know, I don't mind. I said, that's cool, whatever, you know, best for the group. But then I had an idea of like, well, what if we did a group? I say, because since I already got, you know, somewhat of an established fan base, his fan base growing rapidly, I said, man, it'll be kind of like class champions, you know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, we started doing freestyles together, and so we started, like, getting a whole lot of, you know, love on that. And so then we went in and recorded that Best Of CD, man, and that kind of, like, that's really the CD that kind of opened the door for our whole group. Right. And so, I mean, really, nah, we weren't related, man. You know, we just met like that. But what happened was, you know, we were doing music so, so, so quick. Because, like, me and him, we, oh, I mean, we, 
we jail. We we got in the studio, we jail. We just knock out, knock him out, knock him out, knock him out. And so, you know, I came to the point where he was just going to have to move out where we were. And so he moved out and he moved in with me. Oh, okay, damn. So that's kind of how we built our bond. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and Charlie were more like brothers because, I mean, we, you know, we got a lot of stories, man, just living together and being on the road together. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we we, were, we two were the closest. Then, like, the three youngsters, eight Red and Show, it was the same situation with them. You know, they were always together. The wrecking crew. You know crew. what I'm saying? So, yeah. And that's how they whole, you know, they whole group came to be, man. Like, they just fed off one another, and they worked real good together. Like, they were all in the same way, just like me and Charlie were. Right. And what, what's your relationship with the, all of the Freestyle Kings? So, like, Ake, I know you said you're good with him. Show, sounds like you're good with him. Charlie Boy, you still in contact with him? Bull, you still in contact with him? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Ryan, um, everybody man, still in contact? Yeah, I, actually, man, I, I talked to everybody. You know, with me and Bull, it's kind of hit or miss. You know, we'll, we'll catch up on social media, man, but I haven't had a chance to just sit down, you know, and, and just chop it up with him in a while. But, I mean, everybody else in the group, man, I still talk to everybody. You know, I, uh, I sent Rhino <laughs> the Krispy Kreme joke uh, on IG a couple weeks back. You know, we was laughing about but, uh, but yeah, Shout I out to Rhino to too. He said he'd be on the podcast, so oh, yeah. I, I got to get Rhino on. Oh, yeah. He he was one of the few that uh, did did <laughs> say he'd be on the podcast. So shout out to Rhino. We're gonna get him on soon. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, man. Like I said, I still talk to everybody, man. Coop, everybody. Do you have a favorite Freestyle Kings mixtape? Um, man. Or album? Or album? Probably, well, I mean, album. I mean, off the chain was. I mean, that was. Today, I still play that CD, man. And I yeah. mean, it, it was, yep. I, I think it was a little bit before his time, you know what I'm saying? Because from the production to the song quality, man, I mean, it, it was it was a classic, you know. Right. Any, anybody that's who's true. heard it agrees, you know. I just feel like it was a little bit ahead of his time, man, cause, but that's the way we were, you know. I mean, it's just, it's just how it felt. But I think that was my favorite CD we did probably the favorite the favorite CD I, I, I think was with me and Charlie man was actually that gentleman and the gangster CD okay. best okay. of you know the best of CD man we kind of did that and I didn't really understand and know the magnitude that it, it was though you know what I'm saying put out there for us but you know we did gentleman and the gangster man like we were actually in our Charlie boy and type phase where we knew what we what we were doing what we were about and what we the type of music we wanted to put out I mean that you know and and, and and that CD man, it came out during the time when the <laughs> the, the 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 bootleg sample police were out, man. Yeah. So you know, we released that CD and we had to actually pull it off the shelves, man. Like a couple weeks after it dropped, which sucked because it didn't get get a chance to get distributed like you know we wanted it right. to, man. But you know, we had a real good time making that CD. So one of my favorites has to be the Takeover. And on the takeover, yeah, you had Youngster okay, on it. <laughs> Youngster was on yeah. that tape, on the Break Your Neck yeah. beat. And I don't. The fun fact about me and LJ, LJ couldn't make it today. Shout out to LJ. But Youngster rapped about the town that we're from. We were we were raised in Smithville, so he said, "We'll keep yeah. it coming and keep it yes, real sir. for Smithville." Smithville and I yeah. swear <laughs> to God on my life, that was in everybody's <laughs> decks in Smithville, Texas. Everybody yeah. listened to that song in the Freestyle Kings. Me and me and LJ were just talking about this today when, when we were when we were talking about getting you on. And um, yeah, 
man, he 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 said it. I said it like coming because Smithville is like home of DJ Screw. DJ Screw was born there, like right. super duper, you know, SUC influenced. But man, yeah. I kid you not. During that time, August two K two off the chain, you guys were in everybody's yeah. deck, just like a just like a screw tape, just like a Swisher House tape. Yeah, and. Yeah, man, I mean, it was amazing, man. You know, like I say, I was there from the beginning, the very beginning, man. And, you know, to see how it grew was crazy, man. Just, you know, when people would ride by, it's like, you almost want to lose your, you know, lose your mind, man. Shit will but make you literally time, break your fucking yeah. neck. Yeah, man. It's like, we used to sit there and be like, oh, shit, man, it sounds so good in this car. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and, uh. But yeah, but that, that, that actually, man, that CD was like the CD that, actually made everybody respect us. Yeah, that was... Because with the name we had, man, it was a little controversial right. at the time, man. Especially, you know, so, but you know, yeah, we, matter of fact, real quick, just to stop you, I apologize. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing that Lil Flip calls himself the Freestyle King, we had ESG on last week. ESG, you know, references yeah. himself as the Freestyle <laughs> King. Did you ever hear yeah. anything out of their camps or any, anything directly from them kind of challenging that name now that you mention it? Um... You know, man, we used to hear little stuff, but it would be stuff on the street, so you never know know how, you know, solid that info would be, man. Right. I mean, we, we ran into them guys, man. Like I say, they were on the CD, so it was never really, you know, any any friction or anything like that, man. Like, you know, rest in peace like Big Hawk. Right. Big Hawk, we had a real good time, man, getting Hawk in the studio, man. I was a real, real good guy, man, real cool dude. And, you have any you know, cool Hawk stories? Surprised. Man... But not really, man. I mean, nothing, nothing too, nothing, nothing crazy, man. You know, just sitting in the studio, you know, just chopping up with him. Right. We was just surprised. We were all just surprised because at the time, you know, we were still on our grind trying to come up, and it was like, you know, this was pre uh, off the chain. You know, we were still getting ready, you know, to start recording it, and you know, so we were fans. We were huge fans, you know. Right. Oh, you know, and it was like, man, sit down with the guy, man. And it was just like. Damn, he cool as hell. <laughs> you know, he showed us number love, man. He did. He showed us number big love, man. So, I mean, that was kind of, you know, surprising, you know, especially when you looked up to somebody like that, you know, you try to model what you're doing off what he, you know, had been doing. So, you know, Dan being a legendary school, a click member like that, man. So, you know, it, it was cool, though, so, you know, chop it up with it, man. That, that kind of hurt everybody when you know, we heard he had passed away like that, right. man. Yeah. So it is um like Charlie Boy is he open and like fully acknowledging that like Big Mo is his rap influence? Well, I mean, yeah, he, he gives he's one of them. You know, okay. he was uh, Mo was one of his influences, man. And I know, um, uh, again, you know, um, man, Charlie got a lot of influence. What about man. what about he yourself? Talking me, yeah. Um, Man, I'm a huge Scarface fan. Man. Okay, okay. You know, like, I tell you, like, NWA, man, when I first heard them, they made me want to rap. But I've always been a huge Scarface and Tupac fan. Like, you know, those two, you know, are, are the two of the top on my Mount Rushmore for rap, man. Like, those two guys, they're influenced a lot of what I do. Um, I mean, guys, somebody right now, which is, which, which is funny, like, one of my biggest... One of the guys I really look up to rapping right now, man, is like, I wish he'd go ahead and drop the CD, but j Dog, man. I've been a huge j Dog yeah. fan since we had first did shows with them back in the day, man. 
So I like real rap. There you so go. I like to hear when people tell stories, man, you know what I'm saying? Not just balling, but the pain, you know what I'm saying? So I always was a huge J-Dog fan, man, like a huge. Now, quick question. With yeah. with Lil Show, how did you feel about his success? Because it seemed like you had mentioned about Charlie Boy. He yeah. like, the demand must have got awfully big for him as well because to 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 me at least it seemed like he was one of the newer members. And yeah, then like out of he nowhere was. he gets the show off and then he gets the greatest show on earth. Yeah. And, and like so he starts you yeah. know, we, we discussed this in his album or on his episode, but like for you, how was that seeing him get a lot of exposure when he Technically, I mean, just join the group. I mean, I loved it, you know, because again, you know, I was the oldest out of everybody, also, man. So they were all like my little brothers. Okay. I mean, it's like why, like right now, you know, we they still got a lot of respect for me because I mean, I treated them like you know a little brother, you know what I mean? But but with respect though, and I was glad, like again, man, I, I just wanted to see everybody in the group make it, man, and. And I hate it kind of, it was, it was a short-lived, short-lived fame for him. I feel like he got kind of cut short on the whole ordeal. Because right. I think when, when, when I left and, you know, made my presence up here, man, you know, it kind of, you know, put the group in a little bit of disarray, man. So, you know, looking back on it now, man, you know, like I said, I don't regret anything I did, but I just kind of wish maybe we did it in a, in a, in a little different format. Cause I feel like it did kind of disrupt things a little bit. Okay. So you know, not for Charlie, man, Charlie, you know, he, he did his thing, but you know, again, I, I think my place in the group was like, not necessarily the, the, the Godfather. Well, you the definitely dad, were the core. But, you definitely you know, were the core. I was like one of the backbones. You right. Know exactly. I was like one of the backbones, exactly. backbones for him. So, yeah. I don't even think you can argue that fact. So that that goes to sort of to my next question. So it's it's a two part yeah. question, really quick. <laughs> Do you think moving to Dallas helped or hurt your career? And also, it, it felt like. Well, I'll let you answer that first. Okay. Well, I mean, I think it helped and it hurt, right? Right. Because. So I think it hurt because I joined another group that I didn't help start. Okay. So I was kind of like lost in the shuffle a little bit. And what group you know what was saying? that for like the listeners? D- DSR. Okay, perfect. I came out here with DSR, yeah. You know, and I wasn't an official member of DSR, but, you know, I was I was on the label. So it was like DSR, the group, and then, you know, me solo. And at the time, you know, they were getting to the height of their career. So, you know, for me, it, it was kind of like not I wasn't necessarily overshadowed, but I was still trying to find my place. And by the time I found my place, you know what I'm saying? Then, you know, everything kinda, you know, went went south, you know what I'm saying, with, with, with what we had after we assigned that deal. Um now I think I think my career could have been a little bit stronger for a little longer had I stayed with Dirty Third. But, you know, at the time, man, when, when I left, you know, it was just some a whole lot of misunderstandings. Looking back now, being a grown man, there's a bunch of misunderstandings, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I really wish we had just sat down at the time and talked about it, you know, because, I mean, I, I ain't going to lie, I'm, I was a hothead, man. I was I was reactive, right. you know what I'm saying? And, and I didn't really think through a lot of things that, you know, looking back at it now, I probably should have thought through and sat down and talked about it, you know what I'm saying? So I, I show this question, too. So, and, and again, this is for me... And again, at this time, I was, you know, in my teens, so I could have had this totally wrong, by the way. So no disrespect when I say this. Yeah, yeah. 
So when when I was, you know, brought to the Freestyle Kings with the music, it seemed like y'all were doing mixtapes and all of y'all were on damn near every song. Like I said, maybe missing Ake on one, maybe missing Show on one, but for the most part, four or five people per song. Like you said, all freestyles, all punchlines, crazy beats. Yeah. And then... For me, it seemed like then, then like I said, then you and Charlie got a solo solo album. Then, then the show off came out, and then I, did did yeah. Sir Coop even have his own album? I believe. Man, he put out a CD with um, one of the guys who came in later. He was actually was with that group Bellway Eight back in the day. Oh, okay, okay. Um, uh, Brother Love, they did a CD together, man. Um, this was after I left, though. So it seemed like everybody I mean, kind of did their solo acts, tried that out. Yeah. And then, yeah. for me at least, and maybe there's one or two out there, but I I, I never heard another Freestyle King CD after that. Is yeah. that pretty much what happened? Is everybody they everybody yeah. was a group? Then they kind of spread their wings, had their own solo projects, and then never never came well, back. You moved to Dallas. Um, show said that he yeah. moved to Houston. Charlie Boy stayed in Huntsville. He said that everybody kind of just made moves and yeah, everybody just kind of went their way, man. You know, and that, that, it kind of goes back to what I was saying that, right. you know, had I think I stayed, I think the group would have stayed together for, you know, uh, a good while longer. So so exciting news is you are working on music as of now and you are bringing some of the yeah. some of the members of the Freestyle Kings for features? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Any exclusives you project. can tell me? Any exclusive? <laughs> I know you said that you're working with Show. Anybody else that, that's featured yeah. on the project? Yeah, yeah. Um, me, me and Charlie, we got a. We actually, after fourteen years, man, we we did a song together, man. Was, was so there was there song. any was there any like um, tension between you two when you moved to Dallas? Nah, man. Um, it wasn't tension between me and him. It was again a misunderstanding. Think of with me, man. Once I consider consider you family or a brother like that, man, the tension never gets like you know where I'm. You know, don't like you. I'm pissed. Want to fight right, you. Right. you know, if I consider you a brother, I consider you a cousin, friend, or whatnot, man. Like on that level, then it, you know it's kind of like when brothers fight, man. They, you know, they, they may wrestle and or whatever, man, and get up and hug each other and just go about their business, man. So I mean, it was more like that. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call attention. It was just an understanding of, of, of young kids, man. Be real, just young kids, man. Just you know. And that, that's, what, that's what Show mentioned as well. That's what Show mentioned as well. He said, yeah. man, I was just a, like a teenager doing this shit. He's like, I, yeah, I literally yeah. was just too young to know, you know, what I had. Yeah. yeah. I mean, y'all are, you know, but that's how it always happens, though. Right. You know, when, when in, in a situation like that, again, I think I used to, I used to pull a lot of stuff together, man, with, with everybody and, and keep everything family. And I think when I left, you know, everybody kind of just, or went solo, not because they wanted to. Just you know, everybody, everybody had to eat. Exactly you know? right. Yep. And so you have show on the tape. You have Charlie on the tape. When can we expect yeah. the the release of this tape? Man, I'm looking at the summer, man. I mean, it's probably ninety oh, percent done. Nice. I'm waiting. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting on a couple verses from people, man. But I mean, I mean, I got. I got those two. Um, I got a, I got a song with Tom Tom yeah. um, out here in Dallas. Um, uh, Fat Fat Bastard. I got him on there, man, and um, I got some good production. So <laughs> that's right. what kind of took me so long. Cause I've been working on this man since about November. 
Now, if you, you know have saying, not already, sure. if you have not already, yeah, get Ake on the tape. Man, if if I can, I will. Man, the problem is he's in Houston. And yeah, right. Right. <laughs> it's getting him to the studio, man. Right. You know, I mean, that's the problem with a lot of guys. You know, I wanted a couple of. Magno here with a song too, man. You know I got what? Magno speaking of Magno, too. hey, yeah. Speaking of Magno, how, it looks like you guys are, you know, pretty close as well. Man, me and Magno, man. Once we met, you know, back when him and Mike, this is before Mike, and it blew up because like Magno, after the, the original Solution House crew kind of, you know, went their ways with Watts. Man, Magno was like his first of artists, right? And then Mike came, and so me and Magno met before I met Mike. And I mean, we just been cooled ever since, man. You know, before I even left, uh, before I left Thirty Third, you know, I was I started my own little separate group, man. You know, with Magno and Magno, little brother was one of the guys, you know, that that I had in my little group I was putting together, man. So, nice. you know, we've been like family, man. I consider Mag like a brother, man. You already know like, I we had never I, lost contract. I had to have Magno say it's Magno. You hurt. <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. Well, a couple cool questions outside of music that I had to yeah. ask is if you go to Tight's Instagram, Tight has a bottle of Henny. He has the cigars. <laughs> What's up with that, man? What's up with the cigars? Hey, man, you know what? Just the gentleman, huh? Away, man. Well, since I've been away, man, you know, I just, I've grown up, um, like, uh, I, I've, I'm not... I don't want to make it sound like that, but I'm in a better financial situation, man. You know, so God, I control my own means now, man. And 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 cigars and and, and good whiskey, bourbon and, and cognac, man. That's that's my pleasure. I see you. you know, just some I grown man you. shit, man. <laughs> I, see I like you. a real good cigar, a damn good brown, man. <laughs> so I'm gonna be respectful of your time. Where can the people find you on social media? Man, you can find me on Instagram at tight underscore 1205. Tight and underscore I mean 1205? Yes, sir. And, um, I mean, I got a, I got a Facebook page saying tight underscore 1205. Man. And music, so, I mean, I'm literally, <laughs> music, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can find yeah, yeah. music, basically, right? Yeah, pretty much, man. I got, I got, uh, I put out a song, man, right around New Year's. It was my first, uh, first single. Kind of let everybody know I was for real when I said I was coming back. Kyle in the field, uh, featuring on the hook, man. One of my one of my producers, man. So yeah, that's out on any any um any streaming media, man. You can find, man. It's on there. I bet. Well, we appreciate you appreciate you getting on wax again, man. Appreciate all the love and support that you've already shown me. Can't wait for the album, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Hey, man. Appreciate you having me, baby. Yes, sir. Tight. Freestyle right. Kings. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. Already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. And that's your boy Tight from the Freestyle Kings. And let me tell you something right quick. He is a legend. All right? I kid you not. Little baby J-Hen, little baby LJ, I'm talking 13 years old, used to have Tight, Lil Show, Charlie Boy, and all the motherfuckers on the, in the deck, all right? I told I told you this with the show episode. We used to drive from Smithville to 38th and a half in Austin, Music Mania, just to get that guy CD every month. So for sure, if you haven't already, 
go listen to some freestyle kings and kings with a with a Z by the way. K I N G Z Freestyle Kings. I'll let you motherfucking boy. J N R Wax. Tight. Let's go.